For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Let's keep the laughs going here early in 2024 with a dumb birthday game from January 7th, 1995. The title? It doesn't get any simpler. The players. Terry, Al from South Boston, Pat in Brockton, Rick from Newton, Jim Cormier producing and playing in studio, and Jack Hart, the traffic guy. The birthdays? Nicholas Cage, Kenny Loggins, Katie Couric, Donna Rice, Alvin Dark, and William Peter Blatty. Dates in history? The world's first typewriter was patented by Henry Mill in what year? And in what year was commercial transatlantic telephone service inaugurated between New York and London? Episode 171, it doesn't get any simpler, kindly makes its way to your ears in three, two, and one. You tuned in on The people who will be playing the game with us. Jerry, hi. Jerry. Jerry, Jerry, Jerry is, is that your name? No, my name is Terry. Sp- spell that for me. T. Oh, Terry. Yes. I'm. I beg your pardon. <laughs> oh, I'm so. I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm just. I'm I hope just... you can tell by the voice, Mom. Well, no, but uh, but there are Jerry's who are women also. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. Jane was short for Geraldine and that's stuff. That's right. Oh, my yeah. sister's name is Geraldine. They, see now, see. But we call her Geraldine. You and don't then, call her Jerry, eh? No, we don't because they call me Terry. Oh, all right. So we don't want to get mixed anyway, up. Have you played the game with us before, No, I Terry? haven't, Norm. You have not, so this is your first crack oh, at it. Oh, yes, I'm so excited. Oh, you must be. You oh. must be just going out of your bird. Oh, I certainly am. Okay. Let's talk with Al, who's a... We'd be part of the panel, too. Alice from South Boston. Hi, how are you doing? Uh, <laughs> I'm doing okay, you sharp-tongued uh, Al. Yeah, I know. You I are. appreciate your gift. Uh, it was, you know, tacky, but... Appreciate it. Now, what gift was that? Did you win once before? You mean? Yeah, I uh, played the game once before, and uh, oh, and you and you won, and so you got a package. Okay, so you so you won a, a tacky, uh, yeah. pointless kind of worthless gift. <laughs> and I liked it. It was a, it was a don't, don't, no. hey, 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 hey. don't say Pens that. and paper. Don't say you liked it because somebody else may win, oh, and they're gonna ex- they're gonna expect to get some kind of a gift that they're gonna like. And we mustn't build up hopes like that. I'm sorry about that. Yeah, just please. Please that as it may. I, it was uh, tacky. Okay, that's the way to go. <laughs> All right. Uh, Pat in Brockton. Hello, Pat. Good morning. It's always interesting when you say good morning to a Pat because you never know whether it's going to be a man or a woman. But you, Pat, a 100% woman, I can just tell. Certainly. Happy New Year, too. Well, thank you very much, Pat. Okay, we got Rick and uh, Newton, who's with us. Hi, Rick. Hello, Norm. Oh, there's that, 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 that deep voice again. Hi there, Rick. Shall I uh, lower my voice so we'll both be on the same wavelength? Are you there, Rick? I just thought I'd let you hang there uncomfortably for a moment. Yeah, but that's really You must be broadcasting. <laughs> you must be management. They, <laughs> they tend to do that kind of thing to you. Okay, anyway, have you played the game before, Rick? No. 
Okay, because I thought I'd recognize your voice. Oh, I've called before, but I've never played the game. never played the uh, game before. <clears throat> okay. Right. It hurts. It hurts when I try to talk like you. <laughs> it's been hurting for me for years, too. Okay. We also have uh, uh, Jim Cormier, our uh, producer, will be playing the game with us. Jim? Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Oh, you're really short on people. Well, no, the uh, producer usually does play. And oh, also, really? Uh, this yeah, is a regular thing. Oh, yeah, and also uh, Jack Hart, who's our traffic guy. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Yeah. Hi, Jack. Yeah. Hello. Uh, we call him our traffic guy. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think I saw him one night when I was delivering something to the crew. Well, that's another whole story. Huh. It sounds like a pretty boring story, if you yeah, ask me. It's a pretty boring story. A bad yeah. evening, too. You want to hear about it? No. Okay. No. no we don't want to... We don't hear anything about it. How are you doing, Jack? I'm well. How are you? Good, thank you. I was just checking the uh, weather uh -huh. to find out whether, because they were talking about sleet and possible snow in some, some places, but that doesn't seem to be the case. No, we're well, we're well above uh, well above the freezing mark, thankfully, around Yeah, here. but not only around Boston, but I was just uh, checking temperatures and stuff in other parts, like southern New Hampshire, which we were talking about getting snow. The only snow reported is up in Mount Washington. Light rain in Portsmouth, Manchester. Freezing rain in Concord, that far up. Uh -huh. Alas, however, if you, uh, according to uh, some of my sources, uh, down uh, and around some of the parts of New York and such, we are getting some icy conditions. Yes. As a matter of fact, a woman called from Rochester, you know, from Rochester, New York, and she was saying it was snowing there, and they were expecting uh, maybe not too much, maybe a couple of inches. I see. Okay, and freezing rain in Albany, mm -hmm. but rain most of the places. Vermont. Yeah, right now in South Boston, it's pouring. Yeah, no, son of a gun, and and it's pouring right here, in whatever part of Boston. This is well, Austin, you know, I think, is where we are. Yeah, Montpelier, Vermont has has had snow, and up in Burlington, Vermont, some snow, but generally it's uh, it's pretty much just plain rain most of the places. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, let's it's called February. Pardon me, please? It's called February, even though it's January. What's called February? January's called February, even well, though it's January? Basically, what I'm saying is that... What are you saying? It's, it's uh, off-the-wall kind of weather. Seems more like April. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, cause it's like it's, April down in the Cape. I, I live in the Cape, and it's 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 warm down there. Well, right I now, would, I wouldn't you know, say tropical. It's pouring. And it's, no, it's a, as a matter of fact, the temperature's gone up here outside our studios now. It's gone up to 42 degrees. It's gone and up. You're a, just down the street, it, more or less. Than yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Your, your, temp, your weather's about the same as ours. You're not that yeah. far away. Okay, it, we're, we're about six degrees warmer now than when I come on the air at midnight. So the temperature has been rising. Okay, let me ask you. Let me mention some birthdays, okay? Ready to play the game, everybody? Mm -hmm. yep. yep. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, Nicholas Cage, the actor. Don't say, well, you know the actor. He's a well-known actor, Nicholas Cage. Appearing on the, in the films uh, Raising Arizona. He was in Moonstruck, Wild at Heart, Honeymoon in Vegas, Amos and Andrew, and Guarding... Tess, which is, his, uh, I guess, his newest movie. Hmm. Guiding Tess, that's Nicolas Cage. He was awfully good in uh, Moonstruck. That was with Cher and a whole bunch of other really good actors. And he played the part of a baker. Remember that? 
yep. who had a problem with his hand and he was wearing a glove and stuff. Anyway, Nicholas Cage. Terry, what do you think? Uh, what? Are you, are you listening? Yeah, I'm listening. 53, I'll say. 53 for Nicholas Cage. Yeah. Okay. What do you think, Al? 38. 38. Okay, Pat? Uh, 58. 58. We have a, quite, a, quite a divergence of, of ages here. I can't picture him. Can't picture Nicolas Cage. No. Yeah, I think I think you probably recognize him if you saw him. He's, he's got a fairly familiar face. Well, then I suppose familiar if you're familiar with him. Kind of a long, sad-looking face. Yes, it is. It is a sad... It's not the usual kind of... Uh, he's a tall guy. Yeah, not, not the usual kind of matinee idol kind of face. Hmm. Yeah, he's, I think he's Italian, isn't he? I really don't know. He's because a funny. He actually, a actually, he's a kind of face. He's actually a funny-looking kind of guy. Yeah. Hey, no, I know who you. Th you know, I know who he is, but I'm just not sure. Okay, Rick, what do you think? I'll drop myself in that big window around oh, 48. The big window around uh, 48. Okay, Jim, what do you think? I'm going to say uh, 35. 35, okay. And Jack, what do you think? 37. 37. Okay, he's a lot younger than any of you have said. He's only 31. Holy crumb cake. Oh, Holy crumb, crumb, crumb cake. Wow. <laughs> Holy crumb cake. We're already getting wild here, aren't we? I don't know. No, it's a Robin Hood for him. Yeah. Okay, so the closest, actually, I think, is Jim, who said 35. And all of you said above that. So Jim wins. Jim Cormier wins the first round. Kenny Loggins, as you know. Can Jim see over your shoulder? No, he cannot. No, I'm on the opposite side of the counter. No, no, he cannot. Okay. See. No, he cannot. See. No, there's no, there's no cheating or anything here because I run a clean game. Tempting though the proposition is. Yes, I'm sure it is. Singer-songwriter Kenny Loggins, uh, born in Everett, Washington, wrote and performed the title songs to the hit films Top Gun and Footloose. Biggest hits, Whenever I Call You Friend, with Stevie Nicks in 1978. And uh, with Jim Messina, he did a, a hit record called Your Mama Don't Dance in 1972. At one time, he was with Buffalo Springfield and Poco. But I think most, maybe most people, at least I remember him mostly as Loggins and Messina, that group. And that was 72, so figure out how long ago that was and how old you think he might be now. And we'll start with Jack Hart. Oh, let's see. Mm -hmm. 72, so that's 22 years ago. So he's at least that. Uh, dee, dee, dee. He had a finger, maybe he was about 25. He could have been a child star. He could have been, yeah, but he's got, he's got to be at least, he wasn't a fetus star. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, 48. 48, says a Jim, a Jack rather than Jim says. Uh, let's say 51. 51, okay. Rick, what do you think? I'm going to go with 48 again. I like 48. 48 sounds good to you, okay. And to Pat? 46. Pat says 46. What do you say, Al? 45, please. 45, please. We'll post that on the big board. Okay, Terry, what do you think? I'll say 47. 47 hits it right on the button, Terry. Oh. Ooh. Yeah, a lot of you are really close, like a Jack and a Rick. 
who said 48. We're not quite close enough, were we? No, well, <laughs> well, well, not when somebody hits the right on the button. Pat, no. said, Pat said 46, which is close. Well, I was close by four years. Yeah, no, nobody was really that far off. But uh, anyway, Terry wins this round. Aren't you excited, Terry? I'm so excited. <laughs> Congratulations. I was going to say 47. Does that count? Pardon? Never mind. No, 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 no. Katie Couric. I'm dying for a tacky gift. Oh, perky Katie. Yeah, this is Katie from the uh, Today Show. Used to be broadcast on Channel 4. I remember when I was just a kid. We used to have NBC on WBC TV, and she was on it. That's a long time ago. Many moons. Is she yeah. still on the, on the uh, Today Show? No, she still does the Today Show with Brian Dumble and okay. Willard Scott and the whole thing. She's older she looks. Only now that it's on the other stations, oh, only a week on Thursday. Oh, yeah. oh, but the tradition continues. Okay, Rick, that's right. Oh, very good. That's right. Rick, uh, what do you think? Why don't you take the first shot? Katie Curry, what do you think? older than she looks. She's, she's in her 40s. I figure she's probably... Okay, and Al, what do you think? Um, I'll give her 50. You'll give her 50, eh? Ooh. Okay. They just slather on that pancake in the morning. <laughs> 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 and uh, Jack, what do you say? Oh, 37. 37. Ooh, okay. he bids low. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, Terry, what do you think? I'll say 42. 42 for Katie Couric and uh, Pat? I haven't any idea who she, well... You know who she is. She she does the morning show on TV. She's the perky one. Yeah, Dude is a button. I'm not past the night. I can't make the morning. Oh, okay. That's all 44. right. 44. 44. Okay. okay. And Jim? Uh, I'm going to say 42. Jim is going to say 42. And uh, she's actually 38. Really? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> what a strange reaction that was. Uh, Jack Jack said 37, so you, you win that round. Life must be, going, must be tough for her. No, no she, does, she looks pretty young. Yeah, she has all those early morning hours. <laughs> I suppose you have to get up at like 2 o'clock in the morning like she does. But then again, we're up now and it's... Yeah, I know. You know, so what the heck. Well, I, I know that, you know, working all these years in the overnight, it has aged me. I know it is, because I know you're only actually about 17. Yeah. Is, is Jack Hart on the list there? The, and, when, and when's then, your birthday? Uh, October. Oh, well. Okay, Donna Rice. Remember Donna Rice, who was involved with Senator uh -oh, Gary Hart during gonna, the... Uh, oh, boy, I'm going to blow this one. Okay, and, and involved with the, uh, Senator Hart during the 1988 presidential race, pretty much knocked him out of contention at that point. Oh, uh, pardon, pardon me? Never mind. Okay. Like, I see. I heard that. We all heard that. And uh, Pat, what do you think? Donna Rice. Hello. Uh, Forty-two. Okay. And what do you think, Terry? Uh, Forty-five. Forty-five. Okay. And uh, Jim? I will take uh, Forty-five as well. And Jack? Yeah, I understand that anybody, you know, dating, a presidential candidate dating someone like Donna Rice goes against the grain. <laughs> um, uh, 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 sorry. Uh, 35. 35. Okay, and uh, Al? 42. 
42. Okay, what do you think, Rick? 40. 40. Okay, she's 37 years old today. 37. So that means that the Jack, who said 35, was the closest on that one. <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay, here's, here's, a, here's a guy who used to play with the... Uh, the Braves, the, when they were in Boston back in 1948, Jack, he, he was rookie of the year, not, not Jack. No, Alvin Dark is the guy we're talking about. Alvin Dark. Uh, he was rookie of the year with the Braves in 1948. Remember the years now. This is something you hone in on or home in on his age. He was traded with Eddie Stanky to the Giants after the 1949 season, and he was shortstop for the Giants in 1951. Alvin, do you, any of you remember wow. Alvin Dark? Because I, I do remember him very, very well. What's his name? I don't, I don't know him at all. Yeah, Alvin Dark. He, again, he played for the Braves in 48 when they were still here in Boston. Okay, let's start with, uh, let's oh. see, we'll start with uh, no. Al. What do you think? 61. 61. And this is just off the top of my head. Okay, well, that's, that's the way most people guess. Rick, what do you think? 70, 70, 71. 71, okay. And uh, Jim? This being way, way before my time, I'm going to say uh, 72. 72. Okay. And uh, let's see. Uh, uh, no, Al's already said. Uh, Terry? Yeah. Terry. Uh, I'll say um, 70. And what do you think, Jack? 68. Jack says 68, and Pat says... 65. 65. He's actually 73. Whoa. So I think Jim Jim Ooh. said 72. So he's she's now tied. You you and uh, Jack are tied to a piece. Oh, this is getting just so darn exciting. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Al doesn't have any. And, uh, no, Al and Pat, Rick. and Pat or Rick don't have any. Terry has one. It is a little bit suspicious that the, that well, the two winning people here. are... No, I All suppose. employees of the station. Yeah, I know. Like yeah, I'm suspicious, and I'm yeah, running this I came back from before the, uh, I came back from beyond before. Is that it? <laughs> <laughs> I, think yeah. I don't quite follow. You said you came back from the dead, or is that what you No, I... And is it true? Do you see no, a No, I was losing, and I just came from behind. That's right, so you can still come from behind now. You're not, uh... You just have to win everything that goes on from here on. Well, I'll work on it. Okay. How about William Peter uh, Blatty? I know that's kind of tough. That sounds like some Ooh, kind he's of a, a stomach, lawyer, isn't he? Sounds like a stomach disease. Boy, do I have uh, a William Peter Blatty? William Peter Blatty. You know, we'll have to we'll have to send you into surgery because of your Blatty. Now he's a, he's an author. He wrote The Exorcist. Okay, okay let, me oh. give, let me give oh, you okay. let me give you a clue now. Is that this this might help? Uh, it sold ten million copies, and it was a big hit in nineteen seventy one. I don't know if that helps you much, but uh, that's William Peter Blatty. And we'll start. How much? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm uh, yeah. No, I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna. Uh, my turn no, I'm gonna ask Terry first. How old do you think he is, uh, uh, Terry? Yes. Yeah. I'll say 58. 58. Okay. And Al? 72. Al says 72. And Pat says? 60. Pat says 60. And Rick? 
51. Rick says 51. Mm. He has a great voice. Yes, you? he has a great voice, yes. Unfortunately, it's not his own. You know, <laughs> no, it belongs to his, uh, to an aunt of his. Belongs to my wife. He's got a false right. set of voice, yeah. That's right. Well, yeah, that's right. His actual voice is very high, and his wife's voice is like that. Jim, what do you think? Uh, I'll say 49. 49, says Jim. And uh, Jack? Uh, 63. 63. Okay. Let me see now. i gotta, I got to do some figuring here. Uh, William Peter Blatty is 67. Years old today. I think that might be you, Jack. You said 63. That's four years off. Yeah. Okay, let me just look around here. Now, Al said 72, which is five years off. So I would say that Jack, oh, that, you know, Jack has come the closest. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's about all the people who you might know. So what I'm going to do is I want to give you a couple of uh, and dates, things that happened on January 7th. And you tell me the year, okay? Won't that be exciting? Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't seem to be too much enthusiasm. It's the dumb anniversary game now. Yeah, that's true. Okay, and uh, it was on January 7th, the world's first typewriter was patented by an Englishman named Henry Mill, who described his invention as an artificial machine or method for the impressing or transcribing of letters singly or progressively one after another as in writing whereby all whatever may be endorsed oh in paper. <laughs> he was kind of wordy, wasn't he? And engrossed in paper or parchment so neat and exact as not to be distinguished from print. That machine was never manufactured. <laughs> <laughs> he went through all that, and then nobody bothered with it. But what would the what would do you have any idea what the year was? This is, I, I just give you one clue. It surprises me how early this was. The world's first typewriter. Okay. Uh, although although nothing ever happened beyond the invention and this big long winded speech by uh, Henry Mill. Okay. Uh, Jack, what do you think? What year? Do you have any idea what year that would be? Oh, let me think. I know that it was too complicated for anyone to use uh, and just too big and cumbersome. That's right. As a matter of fact, it was invented before paper was invented. <laughs> so they invented the, he had the typewriter, but they had nothing to put into it. Trying to shove a birch Dear bark students. into there was just, it just didn't work. Yeah. Uh, and it used to go right through the papyrus. Um... Do you know the Chinese typewriter, I believe, has something like 1,500 characters? I, I know it has a lot of wow. characters, yeah. People, people only type like something like, uh, like eight <laughs> words an hour. Um, <laughs> As, and and uh, in my native Chagra <laughs> language, as you know, which has no vowels at all and only a few consonants. It's six. Uh, they, they only have six characters, as I recall, on the Chagra. And boy, can you whip they, out a document. Oh, <laughs> no time at all, but nobody can read it. Unless they can make funny noise sounds. Now I got, <laughs> oh, look at this. It's happy birthday. <laughs> uh, let's see. I think he's stalling. Uh, stalling. Stalling. Uh, me stalling. I would never stall. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, had to have been. 
Cool. You know something? I don't even mind that you're stalling because I got to be here till 5 o'clock anyway. <laughs> so I don't really care. So do I. You can stall right till 5 o'clock. We'll sign off after this and go home. <laughs> okay. Like, I might just go home right now while you're stalling. <laughs> I'll come back again when you finish stalling. <laughs> and a little gas line antifreeze will take care of the whole thing. Entertain us with those teeth, Norm. Oh, you want to hear the teeth again? The teeth. Okay. This is, uh, I mentioned to this uh, woman, I, well, this was uh, Marion Kittry, who said she got a pair of brand new dentures for her wedding when she got married. <laughs> I thought, what a lovely thing. Oh, honey, what a nice smile you have. Where did you get those? I must get some myself. And I was pointing out the fact that I'd still have my original teeth. That's the sound of them oh, right there. Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. That turned did that turn you on, Terry? Uh, Terry, put your ear very close to the radio, okay? Very close. Turn up the volume. Oh, no, the radio, no. You can't really put the radio on. No, put your ear close to, yeah, close to the phone. I yes. think that'd be best. Okay, yes. ready? My radio. Okay, here we go now. Oh, no. <laughs> Did, oh, does that mean we're engaged? <laughs> but I want to hear that all the time. I'm going to do a lot of that because it seems to have made a big hit. <laughs> I'll probably knock out all my teeth showing there that they're really mine. Meanwhile, Jack is flipping through his... Oh, yeah, that's right, Jack. Jack, the first typewriter. Will you, will you give us a cockamamie date, for God's sake? So got his encyclopedia out by now. Uh-huh. Uh, let's see. T-T-T. Uh, he said it was early, uh, but the, uh, the language of the man's patent didn't sound too... Uh, uh, arcane. Uh, so let's see. I would have to say 1800 and 11. 1811. Okay. 1811. Uh, Jim, what do you think? What year do you think? I'll go with uh, 1855. 1855. Okay, that was the year. No, I think it was earlier than that, the year that my uncle, my great-great-great-grandfather, actually, working in a tavern in Concord, Massachusetts, <laughs> poured the shot heard around the world. He's a bartender, as you know. Anyway, I, I don't know why I dragged that thing out every now and then. Uh, Rick, what do you say? What year was the was that typewriter that was never manufactured? <laughs> what, what year was it? It was actually patented, though. I was thinking in the mid forties, but Jack seems to be a little more accurate. So I'm gonna go with uh Yeah, it was patented during World War Two. Yeah, yeah. Jack said eighteen eleven, you know that. Right. Okay. I know. I'm paying very careful attention to what Jack says. Yeah. Uh eighteen I'll say eighteen I'll do what he does. I'll say eighteen twelve. Eighteen twelve. I see. Okay. But just for that little stretch. Pat, what do you say? I wrote this down, so I have to say it. 1809. I'm sorry, 1801? 1809. 1809. Okay, you've got a little chintzy phone there? Well, it's old. It's an, a rotary phone. No, that's a, no, that should make any difference. No, it's, it's a very staticky. Oh, yeah. Okay. I don't, I don't hear it. I hear it. Yeah. Really? Yeah, oh. it is there. Really? Yeah, it's the quality is kind of bad, but that's okay. But Norm's voice just over what do you think? What what year? I'm gonna give you eighteen sixty. Eighteen sixty. 
Okay, and Terry? Um, 1816. 1816. Okay, actually, I think the year will surprise you all. Since none of you came too terribly close, it was 1714. Can you believe oh, wow. it? January 7th, 1714. Wow. No one was never manufactured. Uh, they didn't know anything about steel or anything in those days, maybe. Because uh, we figure about uh, newspapers and things like that. Yeah, I know. Yeah, the cast iron keys were just too hard to push. So the closest, actually, was Pat who said 18.9, just a couple of years before Jack's guess. Yeah, Pat won that round. I only had mm -hmm. one. Yeah, and she was only off by almost 100 years. <laughs> 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 okay, I've got one more date, and uh, we'll wrap it up with this one, because there's so much excitement in this game, I can't stand it I anymore. Know, I just it's really, it's one really point. exciting. One point, just one point. Okay, let me see. Hold on a minute, I had... Another sheet here with some other dates on it that I thought might be interesting to guess. One moment, please. The trouble appears to be in your set. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Uh, here's the year. The year. Uh, tell me the year. The date. Uh, this one was also uh, January 7th. Commercial transatlantic telephone service was inaugurated between New York and London. Uh, okay, what what year would that have been? This is commercial transatlantic telephone service. I don't know whether that's any different than any other kind of transatlantic telephone service. But it was inaugurated between New York and London. And we'll start with you, Terry. What oh, year? Oh, no. Why can't he guess, Norm? I, I don't blame you. If I, if I didn't have the dates in front of me, I wouldn't have any idea about any of these Why things either. Why don't we let Jim say it first? No, that's no, no, quite no, all Terry, right. Terry, no, no, Terry, I, I, no, I did call on you, Terry. Oh, okay. That would be violating all the rules, all right. and it would no. put us in dire peril. Would you say it? Would you repeat it, please? I would be happy to. Uh, it was on this day, January 7th, that the uh, commercial transatlantic telephone service was inaugurated between New York and London. And what, what was the year that it happened? 19... Hello, Hello, I'm here. No, no, I was no, 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 no. I was just gonna. I was doing a a, a dramatic uh, oh, kind of illustration, like, "Hello, is this London or what?" <laughs> no, there's a very bad static on the line, and I can't, you know, I can't hear what you're saying. Okay. Um, the first thing. Okay. Uh, 1935. 1935. Somebody said, "Hello, I said am I really talking with London or what?" I know the static is terrible. I know it. Um, can you hear me now? Yeah, just a little. Okay. Al, what do you think? What was the year? 1902. 1902, says Al. Okay. Do you know that around that same time, by the way, or, no, or a little bit earlier, I guess they invented the telephone booth, but they couldn't use it because they hadn't invented the telephone as yet. That's a little bad joke that I tell well, every year about. Well, Superman get the change? What is it? I never thought of that, Al. Pat, what do you think? What year? January 7th, what year commercial transatlantic phone service between New York and London? Uh, I have to say 
1932. 1932? Yes. Okay. And, uh, Rick, what do you say? Oh, I'm sorry, what do you do? Rick, what do you say? Figure boat. I've just burst my hernia again. <laughs> Jim, what do you think? Uh, I'll say 1925. 1925. Okay. And uh, Jack? 1891. <laughs> okay. Uh, 1891. Actually, the year was 1927. Ah, uh, right. 1927, I believe that Jim, who Ooh. said 1925. Ooh. Yes, I see. Nobody said 1929. The other side. So, Jim, and uh, we wind up with two... I know this is going to sound suspicious. You mean all those... Uh, the, the phone was invented in 1876, and it was all those years before you could call Europe? Well, yeah. They uh, they kept losing the cables. They kept dropping them in the water, and they forgot that they had to come out the other end. They kept getting the wrong number. <laughs> Maybe something of that nature, yeah? Probably a mechanical operator came in and said... Uh, uh, you have dialed the wrong number. Beep, beep, beep. You know that funny sound. Mm -hmm. uh, you must dial a one and then the area code. <laughs> I see. I don't know. We're, we're talking really stupid <laughs> here. But it's the dumb birthday game. That's right. It is the dumb birthday game. So there's no reason we should not talk stupid. So Jim, actually, Jim and Jack both have tied with three apiece. And you don't have a tiebreaker. Do we need a runoff here? Some, I don't think so because death. neither one of you since you're funny runoff. Yeah, because you're, oh, be quiet. Because <laughs> you're both employees of the Westinghouse Corporation and its affiliated stations and its yeah, washing machines. <laughs> no, yeah. wait a minute. Then and, why, and, why are we playing? Well, well because uh, I don't have to. Show the because if you, if you win, you don't get anything because so you work Westinghouse here. Westinghouse can save postage. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I can save for trying to figure out it's kind of a junky thing to send to you. Okay, but the rest of you did very well. Like Terry got got one of the answers, and Pat. Not all the rest of us did very well. Yeah, no, not all. I, the rest as a matter of fact, right. both of you really did wretched. All of you, except for Jim and Jack, you really did wretched. I'm so ashamed. I'm about to tear up the the score sheet like this. I don't want anybody to see it. But anyway, you all the dummies on tonight. What's that, please? I say you have all. You, no, these these are these are tough. It's just a wild guess. Yeah. Sometimes you're lucky, and I thank Jim for playing the game with us. Jim and uh, Jack. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's the whole thing. I'm just thanking you. Oh, 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 oh sorry. <laughs> okay, well, we're looking forward to your five after four report. Well, so am I. Thank you very much. Um, you can hardly wait to hear what you got to say. <laughs> you betcha. Okay, and uh, thank you, Jerry. Terry? I'm sorry, Terry. Terry, <laughs> not Jerry. Terry. No, I'm just listening to your voice on the phone. was yeah. enough for me. That's and I enjoyed playing the game. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for playing with us, uh, Terry. And also, thank you, Big Al. Always a pleasure. Okay, thank you. And also, uh, Pat. Thank you very much. I... I'm sorry. I clipped her off too soon. She was going to say something. I'm sorry, Pat. Excuse me for doing that. Rick, thank you very much also. Thank you, Jeff. <laughs> Please consider supporting the show by becoming a patron on, where else? Patreon. For your convenience, the link is below. Thank you for those that have subscribed. It really made a difference this year and was so helpful. Or maybe I should say last year. Also, don't forget to like and subscribe on wherever 
and whichever and whatever platform may be your favorite. And please, share the silly. Closing the vault and leaving this world a little sillier than we found it. Four, names that can be male or female and keep you guessing. Sleet, snow, or just plain rain. Seems like February, even though it's January, but feels like April. Holy crumb cakes. Running a clean game. Typewriter explanations. Henry Mill. Chagra. Transatlantic telephone service. Wedding dentures. Pouring the shot heard around the world. Bursting a hernia. Jim Cormier. Jack Hart. And the well-toothed Norm Nathan. I'm Tony Nesbitt. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.